he's wonderful. Yeah, and I still get cannoli pictures from guys who oh, think it's so funny, funny. To, to send me random cannoli pictures of them eating. And I'm like, okay, that was my first and only cannoli too. So I just think oh, it's Oh, really? Funny. Oh, I yeah. love them. My, my problem is, is that I don't eat the cookie outside. I just like all the stuff <laughs> the inside. So I'll just, you know. You it just looks, tongue it? Very like, you know, um, <laughs> inappropriate. And then, yeah. You tongue it to death. That's it. And then I just toss the shell. Welcome back to episode 23 of the Wall Man Pop. 20, oh, it's episode 24? <laughs> I thought you said 23. I'm sorry. No, I think I'll do it again. No, it's good. I'm going to keep that in there. I think it's hilarious. I think it's 24. Is it 24? Yeah, sex tapes. Because the other one doesn't count, right? That- sex tapes and Santa tape. Takes okay. was 22. Whoa, one year was 23. And a woman's chief complaint was 24. So it's this is 25. 25. <sighs> okay, so welcome back to episode 25 of the Woe Man Pod. Today we're going to cover Am I the Assholes, right? Yeah, lots of assholes. Would I be the asshole? We have a Would I Be the Asshole? Yeah. And some, um, we cover our my relationship advice. Yeah, and I just doesn't some, like to be touched by people in scary freak weeks. I don't. I really don't. And um, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, keep listening. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, you know, I'll that's get it. Right. I know you changed that. I, I love know. that. I'll I get like it that. one of these. I'm like, it, it goes with the with the year. So I, I think it's great. I love it. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Yeah, whatever. And if we need to take time off, like during the summer, we'll mm-hmm. like do like something, and then a like finale. maybe like a best of, and then we can like <laughs> uh, yeah, best of. <laughs> I have really big high hopes here, and then we can like you know release some stuff um, during the summer, and then. And then get back at it because I know we ended up taking off a break this year that we we didn't exactly plan, but whatever. It happens. We're we're mothers and we have lives. That's what, you know, it's the part of our show, right? It's like I said to you the other day, shit never ends. There's always something coming up. <laughs> you right? There's never a dull yeah. moment. There really isn't. There really is not a dull moment. And, and I don't mind. Honestly, I don't mind. Like I, I enjoy it. I love the chaos and I think. Um, like, I think I'm going to miss all of the, the craziness as the kids get older and they're out of the house more with sports and, and their own social lives. But I, because I really love, love, love the madness. I absolutely love it. But I think that you do look to, toward the break between like their, I guess, 17 and 21, because then once they start working and stuff, then if they do start having kids and the grandkids, because I'm going to want everybody here. I don't want anybody living with me, but I do want them here. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they can all come and stay at grandma's for as long as they want, but they all got to go home. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not having anybody live off me, you know? Oh, I know. If I yeah. do a good job, they'll all be living on their own, independent with their own. Mm-hmm. You hope you hope there's enough jobs available. You know, I hope there's enough jobs. I hope there's enough motivation to get it. I don't see that many people being that motivated to do stuff. You know, and I, and I know yeah. that comes from parents enabling, like, I, I hope I'm not an enabler of doing nothing or um, living off of me or taking advantage. I really, I really hope that I raise kids who, who want to be independent. 
Like Finn already has a job. I don't have to worry oh, about that. I one. know he's 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 about to he's about to hire employees. He's yeah, I know. He's he's he's, he's, he's researching unions. <laughs> <laughs> well by the um, way, I don't know if you noticed this. I look like a dude today. Do I you just realize in the picture I look like a guy? I'm bundled up because it is so warm on the East Coast for everyone who's listening on the East Coast. It has been so warm this weekend that my whole house is is like too warm for me to sleep in. And I'm like, no. Somebody have not, your air conditioner on? No, I don't. I, I'm tempted. I'm this close. That was large last night. Burning on He's like, it's really hot in here. I'm like, I have, the, I have a fire on downstairs. I'll go put it out. And then I just couldn't sleep. I went downstairs, but it was literally 9,000 degrees in our house. Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little too warm for me. So um, I made sure that I have like a I don't want to say a safety, but like I have the heat down low in my room, and I have it on just like if it drops below like a, a really ridiculous number, and I like you know crank that to the left so it doesn't come on at all, and I sleep with the fan regardless of the temperature. But I'm just like, oh my god, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to sleep tonight. So I took everything early. So if I say anything crazy, <laughs> I'll let you edit it all out tomorrow. You had to It'll do be, it to me before, so we are going to. <laughs> it'll be fun. And and today, um, uh, JT came down and joined us for um, the youngest's who's, you know, not very young. His birthday was this past week. I love so that. So we went out. Um, How old is he? 19 now. Oh man, his last teen. 19 was my favorite age. Yeah. Out of all my ages, 19 was my favorite. Yeah. And then JT's 22. Wow. So yeah. And they you were- really tw- had Irish twins. I did. No, that, those are the, that's three years and three months apart. There's one in the middle, which is in California. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize he was in between. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was back to back. Oh, oh, back. oh, oh, oh. There's one in the middle there. Yeah, you yes, really did. Yeah, you have yeah. like triplets. Yeah. At one point, they were like, oh, do you have? But the youngest people ask me all the time if I had twins. Because the youngest is so much taller than everyone. Else. Like, he shot up so quickly. And he's 6'4 now. So it doesn't surprise me that he's. And how old is your daughter? She's 25. Oh my God, so like almost quadruplets. Yeah. Like having four kids all under the age of five. Oh yeah. Six is t- that's like, oh yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. So that's what like I- baby like, factory. <laughs> right. I, I wanted, I didn't even want kids. I, I, I didn't know kids. I didn't, I wasn't like, I had them and I was like, okay, we're doing this. Like, okay. And then it was sort of like, I was raised alone. So I'm like, doing this. That. Did you turn around and say, wait a minute, we're not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's sort of like, yeah, then yeah, it happens and you're like, oh, all right, we're going down this road. But like, I wasn't that girl that was always like, oh, I want kids. I remember me people asking me, me if I, never, I wanted, I was never that kid if I wanted kids and I was like, no. And then they like shamed me. And then they're, and then the next time that they asked me, I knew I had this really weird answer. I was like, yeah, I want 14 kids and I'm going to name them all Iggy pop. Cause I was such a rebel. It's crazy that people ask you a question because they're actually curious. They act like they're into you and they like you and they, and they, they want to know about you. And then as soon as you give your answer, they're like, Ugh. they yeah. judge you. I so judge. Okay, so get this. So this is this is what happened. So JT comes down. He's you know twenty two, and I see something on him, but I'm not gonna say anything because you know we're out to eat, and you know just trying to keep it. You, you know, see something on casual. him like a mustache. I see something on him. 
now he's fully bearded. So I see something and I'm just like, I'm not going to say anything until later. Did it say mom? We we get home and we're sitting down, we're we're all talking, talking about just, you know, nerd stuff like we do. And um, I just looked at him and do you, do you know that, do you, I don't know if you've seen um, or if you remember uh, Mrs. Doubtfire? Yeah. Do you know of that part where they're at the pool and he throws the, the fruit at, you know, I think it's like a lime, but he throws a fruit at the, the boyfriend. Right. And then he goes back into like Mrs. Doubtfire mode and he's like, right. oh, it was a drive-by fruiting. I looked at him and I was like oh gosh did you get hit hey did you get hit by like a grapefruit or something he goes what like like over here like did you get did you get hit by a grapefruit like you're really bruised up over here and he he knew he was automatically he was like oh it was a hickey yes oh I thought you were gonna say he got a tattoo oh I know he's afraid of needles so now I'm like are hickeys in is this Thing? Like, why is he oh, having a hickey? I don't know. My oldest is 15. I catch a hickey on him. I'm I killing him. Just like, I had <laughs> so much fun. Like, I just had so much fun making fun of him about it. But he has a girlfriend. So um, he and was like, 22. by the way, I he is legal in every way. Yeah. He was like, by the way, this past week, I, you know, like this girl I've been kind of talking to, and he's like made like official. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So he told me all about her. Uh-huh. And then he told me that she wasn't really into sports or Star Wars or anything nerdy. Perfect. Opposites attract. Yeah. My face like kind of like went into shock. And he goes, you know, that means now you still have that connection with him. Yeah. He's like, but you know, people do survive like without sports and nerd culture. And I was like, uh, uh." nerd culture, (laughs) nerd culture. Yeah. But anyway, so that's my like super mom news. That was like really interesting stuff. And yeah, I mean, for me, because I, I just loved making fun of him. I wasn't going to give him a hard time. He's 22. Like, I, you know, when I'm I 20, know. when I was 22, I had kids. I mean, all my kids are, are past the age of me having my daughter at, in my life, you know? Right, right. Like, I was dumb and stupid and had kids way too, way too soon and all of that stuff. But no, yeah. I think it's good because look at you. You're perfect I know. now. I, get, I, I keep getting, um, we keep getting invitations to weddings because the kids at Barstool are so young. Yes. So we just got our third wedding invitation. I'm like, oh my God, she's so young. They're only, how old is this one? 26. And I'm like, oh my God, I was married two years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that funny? And I see how young they look and they actually, you know, they're, they're all like, they're all mature and they're all very successful and they're all very confident. Mm -hmm. And I think to myself, wow, you realize how young 26 is. Yes. And it just, yeah. it's just amazing to me when you see that. But, yeah. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Keeps you on your toes. Yeah. So anyway, that was fun. I, I thought it was, it was great. And uh, yeah. So in my youngest, he was like, uh, yeah, I'm, he, he was like making a joke about, you know, you know, when I'll talk about, you know, something about my relationships, he was like, never, because I'm never telling you guys anything or something. <laughs> was, okay, whatever. Such a jerk. So uh, I look like Phil Hartman today. <gasps> Do you know Phil Hartman was like my favorite person 
see that I have a lot in common with him. And when (laughs) that day that that happened, Mm. I remember sitting and watching TV and going, please tell me like, because they were like, we think it's fatal, like we shot. And it was was in those stages where they were like, he shot, we're not going to say anything. We don't know. And I was like, please be okay. Please be okay. I, I and I'd still like anytime I see him or like, it's an old clip of like the Simpsons and Troy McClure, all of that stuff. Like it just hits me every time. Oh, I hated that. I know oh, it's crazy. And he's gone like what, like 20 something years. Yeah, It's been a while. You were probably, yeah. you probably pregnant last time you watched him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and you know what? I, I did hear that there was like a special or they're either doing or is out now and I should probably watch it. But like it was, he was absolutely my favorite. I loved him. Uh, yeah. I loved him. So he really, he really is. He's, um, he was, he was one of a kind. John Lovitz has always been my favorite. I love him. I love, I him. love what happened the other day. With John Lovitz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Large. Yeah, that was so, so cool. Large was, you know, he likes to, he reads everything. He doesn't miss anything. He reads everything. And then, you know, on top of it, I sent him 70 things a day. <laughs> but um, he was just reading through about the guy that passed away. And he's like, oh, how cool is that? Like, you know, John Lovitz was, he, he likes the old school um, Saturday Night Live skits. And he, he was a big fan of Phil Hartman and John Lovitz and all them. So he's like, oh, how cool is it? This guy's like, you know, just kind of giving, um, you know, like a, which is like a nice memory. And then some troll right after had to go say something nasty. And, you know, it just, it, it's amazing what sets him off. So he wrote this whole article about it and I just couldn't let it go. Cause John Lovitz is one of my, he really is just one of my absolute favorites. So yeah, he responded to my tweet. I thought it was great. You know, Lord just giving me shit. He's like, oh, way to steal my thunder. He talks to you. I'm like, well, first of all, he, he you know, I can't help it if you didn't tweet it out and tagged yourself in it. I actually wrote, you know, retweeted what you wrote and I tagged you in it, making sure that everybody knew that because I thought it was so great because I love him. He just happened to respond to, you know, I said, maybe my, my profile pic is better than yours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, aren't you still um, Mike Tyson inspired? Yeah. <laughs> I love my Mike Tyson pic. That was one of my favorite ones. My friend Al took that picture. He's a um, professional photographer. So if anybody needs a photographer, Salerno Photography is right. um, he's wonderful. Yeah. And I still get cannoli pictures from guys who oh, think it's so funny, funny. To, to send me random cannoli pictures of them eating. And I'm like, okay, that was my first and only cannoli too. So I just think oh, it's really? funny. Oh, really? Oh, I love yeah. them. My, my problem is, is that I don't eat the cookie outside. I just like all the stuff the inside. So I'll just... You know, you it just looks, tongue it, it. Looks very like, you know, um, inappropriate. And then, yeah, <laughs> you tongue it to death. That's it. And then I just toss the shell. So do you want to do you would do you want to read the um, am I the asshole? Or do you, how do you want to do it? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get into get that because I know we're going to lose you in a few. Yeah, I'm going to be. And I think it's appropriate with how many kids you have. This yeah, is a perfect am I the asshole for you. my kids. <laughs> I'm dying to know if we're on opposite ends of this one. Oh, my we're gosh. Both like, oh, we got to talk about this one. I know. What is this the, oh, is this the birth control one? Mm-hmm. Are we doing that one? Okay. Yeah. So you can, if you, however you want to lead into it, I'll, I'll okay. definitely respond. Me All and right, my so. Phil Hartman look alike today. <laughs> so we, yeah. And I'm right. Don't like I look a, to, you don't think I look like him? And maybe it's the light. I, I see don't know. it now. Like I see right. it now. Like after you said it, but I would have never. I, I look like a dude. What is, I love it. I'm, I'm in a different spot. I feel like I got my OJ Simpson over my shoulder. I got like my big. My dad's old chair. So if do you want to describe that to people who have who don't know that you have the chase, the picture oh, of the, the chase. Oh, the picture behind me? Yeah, yeah we, I don't know where we got it from, but um it's funny. 
it's a picture of the um, OJ Simpson in the white Bronco being chased by the um, police cars. And it says, peace to OJ, signed by Al Callings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where we got that. We have all kinds of wacky stuff on these walls. Yeah, you do. <laughs> if these walls could talk, God help them. Right. The pictures, I shouldn't say the walls. Nothing really happens down here. <laughs> But yeah, what do you say? All right. So, um, so there was a bunch of like um, in the last 24 hours or a bunch of uh, Am I the Asshole, which was just happened to hit just perfectly for us. So I'm going to try to go through this. I'm going to, we both have read this. So I'm going to hit the the highlights as much as I can, because I don't think I need to read this whole um, thing to everyone, but more or less a, a woman, um, two, two couples were out to eat and a woman, um, realize that like her, her like a little alarm like her vibration alarm to take her birth control pill was um went off and she reached down she grabbed her pill and she popped it in her mouth you know drank it and or you know took it took a sip of water or whatever and the boyfriend of the the other guy the other um chick's friend said uh did you take something and she was like yeah my birth control and he made a face and he goes that's inappropriate don't you think i'm like what like what i i'm so i'm so stunned by this um so there's my reaction and he went on to say you should probably go to the bathroom to do that it's not really polite to take that kind of pill in front of a group of people we get it you have sex does this is this guy like mental like does he not know what a birth control pill does and all the many like things that birth control can do and for, it's a prescription he, she didn't need to tell him anything I mean she was dead honest but she could have just said aspirin pill medicine whatever what is he doing in her business like that I thought that was weird so I feel like so if you're going to set an alarm to take your birth control pill and you're going to do it at a table and you're like, I, I am so, I am such a private person, so private that yeah. the fact that she would take something that is, I think that is so personal that somebody would do that at a dinner table, I think is one of the classy classes, class, class Less. the most classless, yeah. <laughs> the least classy thing a person can do. What if you had pro- gone in I, a million times I've reached in to get like an aspirin or something or because I have you lie, allergies. you don't tell somebody. Right. I think she, sh- you know, like she could have said whatever, you know, she didn't have to tell him for one thing. It was personal. She was probably just a moment of just being, you know, clear or whatever. I he don't really think that should have been done. I think she's an, I, her question is, am I the asshole for telling him or am I the asshole for taking it? What's her question? For taking her birth control. Like in public, like, like, oh yeah, I, I absolutely 100%. Yes. I think she's the asshole for doing it. And I, the only reason why I think that is because (laughs) I think it's so personal. I don't think like, I I think breastfeeding is super personal. I don't think people should be doing it in public. I would never tell someone like I would never stare and give them a dirty look. I don't agree with that at all. Cause I don't think making someone feel bad is ever a better option. Cause I think that makes you the app. Then that makes you the asshole. You can't make someone feel bad because they feel differently about you. but. I, I don't, I just, I think private things should be kept private. 
I do. I don't think she should be telling. Well, I don't think she needs to tell it, but I, I, I just think that he, he overstepped. Like, I don't understand what he thinks it is. Like, there's a sense that he thinks like, it's sort of like a Viagra pill. Like he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like she was taking it because she was planning on getting some that night. Like, you know, like a lot of people, I was on it after. Oh, I was too. I'm know, totally like, for taking it. 100%. Right. I was on it for non-private, you know, birth control reasons. And, um, you know, I don't know. I just, I found that to be interesting. And I thought, well, that was something that we should, um, like he should never be giving his opinion. He nobody asked him, right. you know, like, and if you're going to make someone feel bad, then you're the asshole. Like he's, he's definitely the asshole for making her feel right. bad. Should she maybe do it in a different way? Like, I don't think I would ever want to have it on like the go, like to me, um, just because I'm so like regimented, I would do it like at night or I, I would was do always it, on my nightstand. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. would do it at, or like the first thing I do when I wake up. But like, if you're, if you're afraid that, oh, maybe you might go to your, you know, to someone's house or you might sleep right. in the night, your parents' house or whatever. And you don't want to, cause if you screw up a day and all of that, like I get and, and understand why people who are on the go would want to carry it with them. Um, he had no right. I mean, he has no business telling her anything, but uh, I mean, I also know that I wouldn't have just, I mean, she didn't, she didn't say like, and I, I pulled it out and whatever, like he just didn't know what she was taking. So he asked her, did you take something like, it looked like you like reached out and she happened to tell him what it was. I mean, and that's fine. He can absolutely ask, you know, what did you take? And she's like, oh, a birth control pill. And he's in totally entitled to have a reaction. I, I mean, I get all that. That's all human nature back and forth. And, you know, I mean, I guess if they're friends, friends give opinion. I don't know. I mean, I guess he could be like, oh. And then if she got mad that he gave me a face, well, then she's got no choice but to take it. I mean, it's like, I mean, if, it, you know, she doesn't have to like it. She doesn't have to, I mean, she doesn't have to agree with his opinion. But I, I definitely... I mean, I wouldn't make someone feel, but I wouldn't say like, ew, you took your birth control pill at the dinner table. I mean, I'm an adult. I know, I know. That yeah. I mean, say that, like, but she shouldn't be doing that. Like, that's just, it's, you know what? She, it's didn't, that culture shove, of, she didn't shove a sponge up her vagina. No, but I just think that some things should be, I don't know. I think there's something to be said about things being done. Like everything is so casual now. Like everything is so like, nothing is um, sacred anymore. That used like for me, and that's that's just me. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying that's how I like it. I like, you know, I like things personal. Like, I was talking to someone the other day, and they 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 share everything with their spouse. If their spouse is using the 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 bathroom because they really had to go, and the other one has to shower, like they'll walk past the other one sitting on the toilet and shower. Like I think that like I have never walked in on my husband in the men's room. He's never walked in on me in the ladies' room. There's always a you know. Oh, it, you're always given the courtesy of privacy and, you know, it's, it's, we've never, we've, I've always been that way and he's always been that way. And that carries over in, from my social life before I met him, my personal life before I met him. That's how I've, that's just how I am. I'm not saying it's the right way. I like having things that are considered private or like that's, that's a, that's a private thing. Like I would never take a sanitary napkin out and put it on the table if I was looking through my purse for or a tampon on the, the table. If I was looking for a pen and, you know, you take your wallet out, you take, if you like, if, you, if you're looking for your keys, I would never take the sanitary napkin. just because I think some things are private, you know, um, I wouldn't take a prescription bottle out, even if it was for 
augmented. Like I just wouldn't, because I just think that a prescription, like those things are just private. Yeah. You know, so I don't, you know, if I, if I had a bladder infection or, or um, something and I took out the medication and someone said, did you just take a pill? I would be like, you know, I wouldn't do it at the table because I wouldn't want someone questioning me just because I'm such a private person. Right. So if she's I mean, offended by his yeah. reaction, well, then she's the asshole and you shouldn't have told him yeah. because everybody's entitled to their opinion. Your your personal joke is you come out of the shower fully dressed. Fully so dressed. Yeah. So that's <laughs> like, you know, that's like just your comfort level. It's not like it's you're just telling, me. Yeah. Right. You're not telling her to, no. you know, to be one way then you're different. Like you're just going, my comfort level is that she, she also mentioned something about how she was raised in this really like, like, I don't know, kind of lockdown. And she's just been able to like breathe a little bit. And like, she was, she's not, she wasn't trying to be flamboyant or whatever, but she was just like, she was just, you know, she's just now getting to a point where she's able to like function without like living under that, like super, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was religious or or something like type Mm -hmm. of thumb. So anyway. But I think it's that thing. Like I learned a lesson, a really big lesson this week that once you see something about yourself, you can't unsee it. And the way people perceive you is um, maybe different from the way that you perceive yourself until something happens where you're like, oh, I am that way. And you don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, but when you see how easily a situation can go a different way than you expect it, you learn things about yourself. You know, you, you see how, oh, geez, I didn't like, I know I'm that way, but I don't want to ever be mistaken for somebody like that who also is similar to me, you know, and you have to take those lessons and you have to take it and you have to learn from them. So there, I'm sure there are times in her past where she said to someone, oh, what did you just do? And they said, oh, I did this. And it might be something she didn't like. And she might've been like, oh, you just did that. And she may have done it to them and not even realize that the situation is reversed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's allowed to have his reaction because it's all, it doesn't make him right. It's just his opinion. It's just his reaction. You know, she didn't have to tell him, but she did. She was honest, which I think is, you know, legit. I got no problems with that, but I just don't think she should have been doing it in the first place. So if you're doing something and someone asks you a question, you answer them. Oh, they have their opinion. They're entitled to it, but you can't. Now, had he said, put it away. You can't take that at the table. How dare you? You're, you're bad a bad person for doing that, then I would have a problem with him. Then he's definitely the asshole because you can't do that. You can have an opinion. You just can't force it on somebody else. At least that's how I feel. But that's just me sitting in my chair, looking like Phil Hartman. (laughs) I'm not saying anything. (laughs) But what do I know? Oh boy. What a week. <laughs> you know what I mean though? Like I I I, right. I I do. I think she's the asshole because I just don't agree with something so personal in a public forum. Right. Okay, so there's um there's another one and it has to do with not wanting kids. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take that away? <laughs> no, I didn't get through that. I didn't get to read the end of it. Oh you did okay, hold on. You're gonna have to give it to me because I didn't get to read the end of it. Okay. Um Would I be the asshole if I told my mom the reason I don't want to have kids is because of her? My mother is obsessed. He he told them, they actually told the mother. She says, would I be the asshole? So she's asking preemptively. Oh, would I? Yeah. Would I be the asshole if I told my mom if I, well, okay, well, if 
I don't want to have kids because it's her. Okay. So the mother is obsessed with having grandchildren. She is so obsessed that at the hospital with my sister who just had a baby, she was already talking about how it's my, it's, you know, the other sister's turn. In other words, her turn. I offhandedly mentioned that I don't want to have kids. And she asked me why, but we had to go somewhere and I wasn't able to brush it off. But since she's been, um, but since she's been making more remarks about wanting more grandchildren during the Christmas holiday, she told me, my sister and several female cousins, that we needed to hurry up and find husbands. And every time she mentions grandkids, she looks directly at me. The reason I don't want to have kids is because my mom was a horrible mother. She was absent for most of my childhood. Out of the 12 months a year, I would see her for roughly two and a half months. And when she was around, she was overly critical, sometimes downright cruel. She body shamed me for most of our childhood. One time we traveled several hours to see her. And the first thing she said to me was, you really need to lose weight. Uh, made fun of me for having stretch marks, not having good grades, anything about me that she would try to tear down. I'm terrified that I would end up doing the same thing to my own kids and I don't want her around my kids to do that to them. Also, when she was supposed to help my sister after she had given birth, she would lay around on her phone and not help out for anything, which led to a big fight between her and my sister. She's still bringing up um, my not wanting kids and she keeps asking why. So would I be the asshole if I told her? So it's a two part it's, it's in my, I mean, it's, like I said, it's just my opinion. It's two parts. First of all, you don't have kids because anybody else wants them. You have kids because you want them married or not. I don't think you necessarily have to be married to have kids. I don't think you stay married because of the kids. I don't, I just don't believe I'm not from that mindset. I think everybody has to do what they want. If you were a guy and you wanted children, you'd, you'd find a way or a woman or some a way to adopt one or have one of your own that you would find a way that's up to you individually. No one's going to make you do that. But if you do have kids, you're going to be the kind of mother that you are person. Like I am not one of those kids who I'm not one of those mothers that is super sensitive and emotional. I'm just not a person that's like that. So I'm not a mother like that. You know what I mean? So if you're a nasty, critical, insulting person, then you're going to be like that to your kids. So if she tells her, like, and that's what she doesn't like about her mom. She doesn't like, right? She said she didn't like that her mom was critical. Right. She didn't like that her mom said these awful things to her. Well, if she says this to the mother, then she's the same type of person. So she has to make a decision what kind of a person she wants to be. Do you want to be the kind of person who is just like your mother in the sense that you're going to tell somebody something mean and cruel? Or are you going to be your own person? And if it's not your nature to be mean and cruel, then you don't be mean and cruel. You take the high road, you take the classy route and you just say, I don't want them. I have my reasons. You don't have to give them to her. You don't have to say it's because you're a fucking asshole and you were a shitty mother and I don't want to be around. I don't want to ever emulate you. <laughs> you don't have to say that because then you would be just like her. You know, those are mean words. You know, those are not nice things to say. So you, you take the high road, you be your own person and you be the person you want to be because if you do that to her and you do tell her the real reasons, then you're just lowering to her standards, which is ex then you become exactly what you hated about her. And if you do that to her, then yeah, you will do that to kids because that's who you are. You don't just all of a sudden change your behavior to your kids and treat them different than you treat other people. You just don't. The, you're, the real you is 
I mean, that's who your kids are going to get. Your kids are going to get the real you because they push you to the absolute edge of sanity, right? Like, so the real you comes out when you're ready to kill somebody, right? When you're, when you're done and you're like, mother, like Mm -hmm. that's you. So you have to choose what kind of, I think she has to choose what kind of person she wants to be. If it's, if she does not want to be like her mother, then she cannot say, I don't want to have, I don't want to be, um, have kids because I don't want to be anything like you because you were a horrible mother. And then she's just doing to her mother what her mother did to her. And it's a, it's a vicious cycle. She's, that's just my opinion. So she has to, would she be the asshole? No, she wouldn't be the asshole. She would be her mother. <laughs> right? Like that's, <laughs> you know, like that, that's my take on it. Yeah, I um, yeah, I think the bigger part for me um, just is that you know I have four kids, uh, they are grown. Um, man, it is tough. It is tough. I I don't want anyone to feel like they have to have kids because their best friends having kids or the everyone on the street that they bought homes or they're having kids. Everybody's having kids. Like it is a lot. It is not a dog. It is kids are different. There is something more, you know, there's just so much to it and it doesn't stop. As you know, it doesn't, it just keeps going. And there is, there is so much of a commitment that you're bringing a person into the world. I think people get too hung up on like hitting check marks in life. Like I need to have, you know, I need to get married by this time, have a certain type of job at this time, own a house at this time, you know, have kids and they're trying to check off and they're not even thinking if they really want to actually raise a human to be a, a good and decent human and have put all that time into it. Um, so I think that's my that's my biggest point about this is that I just I really wish people would, um, you know, not you know if there's anybody out there that's you know grandmother age you know don't you know pressure your kids because you're not going to be taking care of them you're just not you just you know some people do take I I understand there's some grandparents who actually do help or you know, have taken over for that but like that's not your job your job is to come over or for them to visit you do your thing, but the whole thing is always, and give them back. Like you were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. you want your kids to come over when they're young adults, but you want them to go back to their own homes, you know? And that's, that is just, I just, that is such a big thing for me. Like the fact that I had kids, it's like kind of blows my mind because now that I'm like getting back to like doing things in my own schedule and not being so surrounded around their schedule, I'm like, wow, I still shocked that I had kids, but you know, I had them and then was like, well, all right, we're doing this and we're, you know, I'm going to be there for them and I'm going to put everything else on hold. <laughs> it's true. You know, that's until exactly then. you do. You put stuff on hold. Yeah. And, and then it's you, amazing how when they reach a certain point age, you go right back to what you were thinking of before you had them. Yeah. Like the important things, the things you really wanted to do, you really don't let them go. No, I still want to go to a Smith's concert. <laughs> like, so I never fun. saw Morrissey in concert. What's wrong with Large will go with you. He'll sing every single song louder than, than Morrissey himself. And no, but it's so true. Feel like what it's like to be me for a night. Yeah, you, you do. You go right back to that. Right back. That, yeah, it's so like, where was I? You know? Yeah, it's true. It is. It, so anyway, now, so that's, her question that her actual would I be the asshole if I told my mother that and with that reason? What do you think about that? 
yeah, I think she, I think there's a way to, to say what you need to say without, um, without becoming the mother. I think there's a way to say, um, this is what I want out of life and not turn it and, you know, be a mirror for the mother to look mm-hmm. into. If the mother is maybe wise or smart or has some sort of intelligence somewhere in there, then she, maybe it'll hit her six months later and go, ooh, that's why. And she'll realize it. But it, I think there's a way to say what you want and like what your desires are and make it about, you know, I, it wouldn't be right. You know, like, I don't want to do this because I don't have the time, the means, the whatever, whatever it is. And I don't know. I don't even know what her age is. And most of the time they put their age in here, but she mm-hmm. did not I looked again and I was like, Oh, I don't think I see her age. So, you know, she could use a, a million, a million different things other than whatever. And then she can just say, you need to, you know, you need to stop. You can ask people to stop when people keep going at you and saying things that are, you know, you can say you need to stop and you're not being an asshole. You're just, you know, just setting, you know, boundaries. So, right. It's true. It's crazy. I, I'm, I don't know. Well, okay. Well, okay, I, wait. I thought, I thought of this and I, this one made me laugh just because, um, well, I mean, I'm the mom who just was like called out, you know, my kid for, um, I was like, man, did you get hit by that grapefruit? Like, <laughs> you know, so I, you know, there's definitely times where you just kind of have to make light heart of it. Like, I can't imagine if I just like freaked out and ruined the day because I was like, what are you doing? Like, why would you do that? Uh, you know, like that would have yeah. been awful. So, um, am I the asshole for nicknaming my blind mother-in-law Roomba? She Is that a vacuum? Lives, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she lives with me and my wife and our children. She's completely blind, but knows our house well and finds her way about in part by lightly bumping into things and changing directions. (laughs) She has a sense of humor and thinks the nickname is funny as do our kids. I don't call her Roomba all the time, only sometimes when she's navigating around the house, but my wife hates it and says I'm being an asshole. Man, I can't. I don't know. I think you got to see the humor in everything. Otherwise, life is just so fucking hard. It really is hard. (laughs) I mean, he's not making fun of the mother. He's like, he's laughing with her. He's not laughing at her. You know, like, and I think that the the mother is old enough to say, "I." But if the but if the daughter doesn't like it, and she's saying, "Please don't do that," like, I just. I mean, she obviously knows his sense of humor because she's married to him and she has kids with him, so they've been married for a while. So, you know, I guess if she's, I guess if she doesn't like it and she told him in a nice way, I guess he's kind of got to stop if he's continuing to do it. But I mean, no, I don't think he's being the asshole. I mean, Jesus Christ, life is so short. You've got to see the humor and shit. You have to. Yeah. You, this has to be somebody who's just sort of like in her own like devastation that her mom is now blind or something and she just can't get over it. And, and him yeah. saying it is like reminding her and it's hitting a spot and she can't she can't see that her mom is actually getting some sort of like, like enjoyment Mm -hmm. out of it. I think that's, that's when you realize that you're not in a good state of mind to actually be requesting anybody to stop something because you can't handle something that the person being afflicted is handling. You know what? I totally get this. I had a friend, I had a friend who I absolutely love. He and I were so close growing up. We lived across the street from each other and he had a blind cat. I don't know what the cat's name was, but he had this ancient Siamese cat that was blind. And the cat 
would walk around the house and I swear it used to say the word France over and over and over. And it would only do this because it would, it didn't, it was blind and it didn't know where it was. So it would constantly, obviously it was meowing, but it would, it sounded like it was saying France everywhere, all over the house. You would just hear France, France, but it would know when it was near a wall because the, you know, the, the, um, what is the word? Like the, the reverberation off yep. the wall would come back and, and the cat would know it was close to the wall. So the, all day it would do this. Well, he gets a girlfriend, she comes over and you know, this, that, and the other thing. And she was okay. I was, I wasn't a big fan. I'm happy he didn't marry her. But anyway, <laughs> she got angry with me one day because I used to sing that song. <laughs> I used to sing to the cat, you know, going to use my arms, going to use my legs, going to use my style, <laughs> going to use my, like, and I would sing this to the cat because it, I swear to God, that song is perfect for a blind person, right? Yeah. Going to use my, my <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that song was perfect. You're never going to be able to see a blind person and not think of that song. And I used to think it was the funniest thing. So I used to sing it to the cat and she got really insulted. That I was like, you're making the cats blind. It's 17 years old. You know, you're making fun of it. it it's the only way it can get around. I'm like, easy. I'm not kicking the cat and I'm not rearranging the furniture. Like I'm just like the cat's blind and I'm, I'm getting a kick out of the way the cat's finding its way around, you know, and this song just happens to be a perfect soundtrack to a blind cat. Yeah. She got so angry with me. I swear to God, she was like, like every time I would walk past her, she'd hiss at me for that. So I, I can totally, you know, relate to like, you know, just having a little bit of fun with like, you know, the cat loved me. I used to scratch its back all the time. Right. <laughs> I'm not being mean to the cat. And so, no, I mean, I think if she's, he's having a little bit of fun, but like I said, if the wife is really like, you don't want to upset somebody, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Like, like if it's a sensitive situation, you know, then you kind of have to back off. I, you know, I probably wouldn't. Who am I kidding? I probably wouldn't. I'm, 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 I'm a floor guy. Like we just make fun of everything, <laughs> but you know, no, I, I, come on. Is he the asshole for really doing that? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Okay. All right. What's the next one? All right. So um, this one is perfect because it really does impact your family. Oh, um, am I the asshole for pointing out that according to the Bible, Jesus and I don't actually share a birthday. <laughs> what? He, he wasn't really born on Christmas Day? Was he Christmas yeah. the 24th? So I was texting my girlfriend last night and she got home and, um, sorry, she, she got home from her friend's house for a birthday gathering. She originally didn't want to go, but I encouraged her to be there for her friend. During the course of conversation, I mentioned how my 35th birthday, which is December 25th, got glossed over this year and I was and the only people that even bothered to so much as get me a card was one friend and a reddit secret santa oh I didn't even know reddit had a secret santa I'm I'm not really so good on reddit either so um my friend group doesn't make a big deal of birthdays but usually we get together and buy the birthday person's dinner the girlfriend started saying how we should just move my birthday to some other time of the year, like February. Ah. I responded. The funny part, so this is his quote. The funny part to me is how the Bible is pretty clear that, that that's not Jesus's birthday. But back in the Middle Ages, they wanted to stop pagans. So they made the same day as the pagan holiday to take away their special day. End quote. She got pretty angry and told me to fuck off. 
<laughs> so he edited and he added something. He goes, several people are suggesting Christmas should be that. Several people are suggesting that I'm suggesting that Christmas should be moved. Seriously, fuck off. That is not what I'm saying at all. I'm allowed to say something that's humorous without actually thinking something needs to be done differently. Yeah. I don't have huge expectations of a birthday extravaganza. Hey, let's do dinner when you are free. But uh, but a hey, let's do dinner when you're free would be lovely. And is usually the thing in my friend group. I mean, for you, you, I mean, you're married to large and his birthday is on December 25th. And at that time on in the mic at that time, um, on Christmas day, Christmas ends in your McCarthy household and it, it becomes three 30. Yeah. Christmas Christmas is done. Three 30. The tablecloth comes down, the balloons go up and it's, you know, full blown birthday. Except I mean, my Christmas tree is still up. I don't take the decorations down and throw the tree in the basement. <laughs> right. But I mean, there's a it's there's enough love to go around. Yeah, yeah. So she right? thinks, I mean, yeah. So more or less, the the girlfriend is like, you can't compete with Jesus. Oh, you need God. to move your birthday. I think he needs to wow. move on to the next. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, holy cow! Yeah. That's, that's, that's a little psycho. That's uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy Jesus, Jesus will not share his birthday. What is she even you. doing dating a guy who was born on Jesus' birthday? The nerve. I know. God. How will he, she ever get along with her mother-in-law for not holding him in? That's just, you know, I've never met anybody married to somebody. <laughs> How dare you steal Jesus's thunder? How like, dare what, you. what? Give me a break. That's oh. people are just crazy. Oh yeah. Honest oh. to God, what is wrong with people? I think they just like complaining. I I think so. Yeah. I think I that's going to be my new relationship advice for this week. Week 14, it's going to be that people just like to complain. Mhm. Honest to God, complaining is an addiction. That's it. I think I'm I'm going to go along that line this year, this week. I like it. I like it. I know. I what what is uh how do you phrase your weekly advice? Is it just is it always relationship based or I forget how you Well, sometimes I find that it's a relationship between, you know, you and your significant other, but other times I find that it's based like on relationships with a friend or interacting. Mm-hmm. Like this week's was, you know, those there's plenty of people out there that tell you you can't do something. Like, you know, you can't. There's a lot of you can't people out there. Mm-hmm. I happen to be married to someone who's very supportive, you know, but not everybody is. But there's a lot of friends that are like, you know, no, you can't do that because I'm doing it. Or you can't do that because, you know, you didn't go to school for that. Just you canters, just negative Nellies, aunts, uncles. There's always going to be somebody that's just dissing you and trying to hold you back or because they wish they could do it, you know. So mm-hmm. like, and, and they're all very personal. Like they're all very personal to me. Like at some point in the time, it's, it's extremely personal to me. So my thing was, so for this week, just to give you a little origin story, I have this thing where I'm, you know, I, I would love to be doing commercials and movies and stuff like that. I've always, I don't want a big, big role, but I've always wanted like to try my hand at acting. It's just something I've always wanted to do. And somebody told me that I can't do it. They're like, no, you can't. You just can't. Like, no, you can't. And I was like, why can't I? And they gave me their reasons, like how it's just like, you know, it just won't fit my lifestyle. And, you know, what I'm doing just doesn't. But I realize it's because they want to do it. And it's not because 
they don't think I can, or it's their, their envious of the fact that I'm going to give it a try when they themselves are the ones who actually want to be the ones doing it. And it's kind of like what you had said to me once before, and you can absolutely edit this out if you want to, but like they were giving you a hard time because they were like, why are you doing the podcast with, Oh, Oh, right. Like it was, yeah. Like it was along yeah. those lines and it, I, I was very I insulted. Happened. What's that? Yeah, that it's amazing. And it's usually guys who have DM me very angrily that. Yeah. Well, this I one was someone close to me and I was like, yeah. what do you mean? I can't. I'm like, I know who I'm like, I've already set up like a profile. I've, you know, had a couple of calls and stuff like that. So I'm excited about it. I'm not looking to land a role in a Martin Scorsese film. Like I'm not, I, I know that my, I don't have a background. Like I'm, you know, you always shoot for the moon, land on the stars. In this case, I'm going to like, you know, land on a launch pad somewhere, but I'm trying because it's fun. It's something I'm, I'm interested in. It's I'm excited about it. And um, I was told you can't for no other reason than just, they wanted to say, I can't. It wasn't like, Oh, because you're too fat. You're too ugly. You're not talented. enough. It was for no other reason. I got, I just was told I can't. And that was so insulting to me. And I was like, you know what? You just motivated me more. You just lit the biggest candle under my ass. Not even because I want to show you that I can. It's because I know I can. And I want to say to myself, yeah, not only can you, you, you did. So, you know, so I think a lot of my um, relationships advice are, you know, between me and Mike, a lot of them, a lot of them are for me and friends, but mostly I think they're me, my relationship with myself. You know, I don't, um, like the week before it was people who keep taking advantage of you. They, you, you got a clean house. You got to get rid of the people who are just the, you know, the takers and troublemakers. And I'm, I have a problem being a giver. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. I'm always trying to help. I'm always trying to, what can I do? How can I help? Let me know what you need. And when it gets to the point where someone takes advantage of you, Mm-hmm. You're like, holy crap. Like, how could I have let somebody do that mm-hmm. again to me? I know better. So I think a lot of my relationship advice are more, I think now in hindsight, like it's more me, my relationship with myself, mm-hmm. where I have to be better, where I fall down, where I want to be in my relationship with my husband, where I want to be in my relationship with you, where I want to be in my relationship with my kids, my mom, you know, I'm all over the map. So I think when I come up with them, I, I think about them all week. Like, what did I learn this week? What, you know, although I have another lesson to take, I I can use another one from earlier this week. Can't imagine. I can't remember right now what it was, I know. but I'll come up with it. But I think, but you do, like, I try to learn something new about myself each week. And that's what inspires my, my relationship advice. So if I can help somebody along the way, I do. If I can't, oh, that's all right. It's my opinion. I think it's interesting because there's times where, there's moments in a relationship, a friendship or something, and something gets said to you and it, and it's not the, it's not the first time anything like that's been said to you. It's probably like the 200th, 2000th or whatever. And all of a sudden something just kind of hits you and go, that's not, that's not horrible in itself, but I'm just sort of like, you're, you're sending me such loud messages Mm-hmm. Like with what, how you're treating me that I just sort of, yeah. I don't know, like, like I had a friend who I befriended somebody who 
consistently treated me kind of like trash, like around oh. other people, but was really overly nice to others and strangers. So she would get this like praise about what she was doing. But she, but people, when she was gone, they were like, did you, did you piss her off? And I'm like, no. And they're like, why does she always treat you like trash? And the last time I talked to her, she texted me and she wanted to know certain reservations, how certain reservations at a restaurant worked and how to get a special room. And it was for her husband, who was a friend of mine before they were ever dating. Right. And she wanted to know how to go about doing that so that she could get that reservation for all of his friends. She went through the whole thing to set up the thing, texted me. I had been invited to every birthday of his since I've been here. First time I wasn't invited. So she She wished you and she planned it and she didn't include you? Yeah, so she went out, which is Did you say anything to her? No, I just, I just haven't said anything. I just, I just haven't said anything. Like it was just one of those, like it came and went, I realized. And he didn't say anything like where's. Oh no. Now, you know, when guys get married, sometimes they're just like, they just. Oh yeah. I know that. Yes. I I know where this is, you know, I I know it all too well. Yeah. It was just one of those, like, wow, like it's okay. I'm really okay. Like, and there's times I haven't been able to make a lot of, you know, uh, yeah, but you know what though? He'll notice. That. He'll know like I had I had something so similar and it was like, I mean, I wasn't even invited to their wedding. And I'm like, yeah. all right, he and I have been best friends since fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is bizarre. I was the first person to congratulate them when they got engaged and I got them a bottle of champagne. Oh, yeah. I made a big fuss. He didn't even invite me to his wedding. Yeah. And I was I was so hurt. And Mike was like, that's fucked up. Like I was so hurt, but she wanted, she was so jealous of our, and I'm like, it's a friendship. Like it's, there's no, it's not, um, it's not like I'm, I've, I've never dated him. I've never had a relationship with him where it was like that. Mm-hmm. I've never had any kind of like, we've it's always been platonic. I mean, we've been, we were friends since we were nine and then he started dating her and I, I knew that it was like, you know, and I was cool with it. Like I, like she was really his first girlfriend and I was cool with that. I was like, all right, you know, I didn't jockey for position, but she, she threw like, she threw me the Heisman and made sure. And he was so caught up with her and this, and that I was like, all right, you know, but then like, I was completely shut out. And then it was, I guess about, I'm going to, I'm going to guess they were married before me. So maybe like 10 years later, he showed up at my door with like a plaque with a letter that I've written him. I guess we were like maybe, like maybe 15. And I just wrote him like a, cause my, my, my childhood was kind of, it, it wasn't mm. conventional at all. Yeah. And he was like the only consistent thing throughout it. So I had written him this like really nice letter and I don't even remember writing it to be honest. Letters with you. back in the day when we actually, yeah, like, you know, yeah it was like on, paper, it was like on a yellow stamp. legal pad. Yeah, exactly. He had it, um, and it wasn't a long letter. It was just a one page on a loose leaf. I must have written on the train. He had saved it all those years, like, and I wrote, like, I, like I said, it was like fifteen when I wrote it. So he gave it to me, what, twenty five years later, thirty years later, mm-hmm. and he had it put on like a plaque, like a something, and he's like, I am so sorry that I allowed anything to get between us. We were inseparable. And uh, like, Mike's like, wow, like 
what guy does that? And then he's like, is he getting, is he getting divorced? And he's not like they're happily married. They have like two beautiful kids and I see them every now and again. And we talk not often, but we, we, you know, we still talk and stuff more than we ever did in the, the, you know, we didn't for 10 years, we didn't talk at all. He's like, I can't believe I ever, he's like, I didn't even invite you to my wedding. Yeah. Maturity is something beautiful. Like when you turn around, you're like, Ooh, I mean, once you see something in yourself that you did, you can't unsee it. And especially if it's something you don't like, Mm -hmm. you you know, if you're, if you're, if, and that's where my relationship advice go back to that. Like I want to make myself a better person. I don't ever want to be like certain people that were involved with my life that I don't want to be like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want it. So like, that, like with that girl, you're the asshole. Yes, you would be if you say that, because it's not a nice thing to say, but if you say it to your mother, then you're not the asshole. You're her, you know, like you, you got to be a better person. You, if you want to be, mm-hmm. you know, plenty of people don't want to be, but taking a birth yeah. control pill in private, that's classy. You should try to be that person. You know, you can't buy classy people with a lot of money. Don't have class all the time. It's, it's individual. It's personal. So if you want to be classy, you got to be classy. You can't, you can't, you know, I hope it goes back to that. Like I wouldn't mind look, you know, people wearing spats and top hats. I like that. I think there's something to be said about, you know, gentlemen letting ladies go first. I just like it. It's old school. It's classy. But if as a lady, if another lady's next to me, I let her go first. I open the door and let her go mm-hmm. first because it's classy. It's just nice to do. Doesn't mean I'm a dude. I mean, don't mistake my appearance right now for for that. You know, because that's right. not what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah, and and to, you know, if this is for some reason someone's first time listening, I mean, Annie is the one who fixes toilets and drives all the cars and you know changes the tires and does everything. I mean, like the roles are definitely in and more heels, of a reverse. I'll do it wearing heels with my nails done. Yes, yeah. I am a I am a girly girl until I'm not. But I just you know I don't know. You know, I had. Um, I had, I had someone, I, this is a, this is a weird story. So I was, you know, decent friends with this couple who had kids and I was, this was after I was divorced and, um, they had a friend come in from this, uh, like Colorado, something where, wherever they were, and he was going to be going to school to get his doctorate and something. And, um, he also wanted to go to like the, you know, like the, October, whatever they're called at like, uh, amusement parks when they make it just all about like, um, scaring people like, like fright scare, fest? yeah, like fright fest, whatever. But every, every place calls it something different. So I had gone the year before and I was like, okay, I'm going to go, but I'm telling you, I got, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I, there was a, one of the guys, one of the like scare guys, like locked in on me and like, stopped me from like leaving a store for two hours I was terrified and they could touch people back then oh and I was so terrified like he had like all his little group and he just he loved what the whatever reactions I was giving him like he loved it so much that I got like I just got stuck and I was oh, so terrified that I, I was like, it. and I was like, I need to get out of here. And they had like rules. Like you couldn't like, once you pass a certain zone, it was like, once you pass the zone, like you can't just be like, Oh no, don't do this. Like you can't, you know, you have to, you have to know that they're going to scare you. And this is a part of it. Like you're, you're signing up for it. And I was like, Oh my God. Got to fake so, a seizure. 
So I said, now I'm going, but I, I'm telling you, I'm going to want to walk in the middle. I'm going to want to lock arms with whoever's next to me. Just telling you this now. So if we go anywhere, don't take it personal. Don't do whatever. Please, you know, like if I hurt you, I'm not trying to. Like it was just like, you know, sort of like that. Okay, go in. And like, you know, some, some of the scared guys come over and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, I don't know why I was so scared. I was, I was terrified. I still like right now I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, oh my God. Anyway, so I like locked arms and it was like sun and this guy. And, you know, we're walking through this group. Anyway, there was a couple of times it happened. And afterwards, it was like the Wednesday after that happened, he starts sending me text messages. And it was back when messages would go out of place. Like I think he had Android, I had iPhone and mm-hmm. I got like the third message first and then the second right. and the first. And it was like, he was saying something about it. And I like responded like, oh yeah, no problem or whatever. But then the rest of the messages came in and he was like, I don't feel that way about you. Like I'm here for studying. I don't want to do anything. Like afterwards I was like, what? And I was like, dude, I was like, nope, you're, we're all good. Like nothing, nothing here, nothing to see, whatever. He like got this image of me that I was like, gonna like, I don't know, whatever it was. So he goes to school. He's there for like two years. He's about to leave. I had no idea he was about to leave. Like I just stopped. Like I just was like, Hey, if this, if this guy can't handle this and like, he's not somebody I need to be like a friend with because he's going to give me like anxiety. I don't know if I can open the door for him without him thinking I'm going to ask him to marry me. He came over. I had just come home from um, going out with my best friend. We had tacos and like drinks and laughed our heads off or whatever, like on a Friday. And I pulled in and there he was. And he goes, I have to apologize to you. I totally like, I just didn't know anyone who was able to like, be that upfront and be like, no, I don't, I'm not looking for this. I'm not, you know, I'm telling you up for, you know, well, all of the stuff and, and not be like the girl that was trying to like, whatever. And he was like, I was so wrong about you. And I'm so sorry. Like you weren't any of the things I thought you were or accused you of or anything. Don't you appreciate and you, that more than And anything? I just like, I was so like stunned by it. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. And like, you were cool. And like, I didn't want to marry you. I had like, I had kids and I was still like, just like, I didn't need another like relationship at that level in my life, but right. it would have been fun. Like you were like, we could have, you know, like you weren't doing like, I don't know. It was just weird. We like I went to going, dinner and saw a movie and talked about it after. Yeah. And then, like I, I yeah. went to work the next day. You went like, I think. Oh yeah. Was, yeah. And I had no, no interest in him. Like I knew you know, right? like it was just one of those, like, I don't know. This is so strange. And like, he was like, I really need to apologize. You weren't any of the things. And I've had people do that to me. They're like, I assumed you were this way. I'm like, yeah, you did. You made an assumption and then you made me out to be something. And then I wasn't. And it's always the case. And I'm like, all right, thank you. You know, get mine behind all the other people. I know. But the last 10 minutes, they always say you, people only remember the last 10 minutes of the interaction. So at least you have this idea in your mind that he was like, he swallowed his pride and he did the right thing and he came clean. And in his mind for you, it's wow. You know, I missed out on a really good friend. Yeah. Right. You know, so I mean, it would have been nice if had it worked the other way, but at least you got, at least you were able to walk away saying, I'm glad he was able to talk to me about it. Yeah, it was in, in the end, yeah. you gave, he got to see the real you and that you are approachable and that you are honest. Yeah. That's, 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 
that's a wonderful, those are wonderful qualities to have. Yeah. But it was so, it was still like, man, that sucks that people do that. Like they, they don't know do. how to take you. So then they make you out to be whatever it is. Yeah. And then later they're like, oh, you know, like, oh, yeah. And like I said, I didn't know this guy was coming over. The last time I had texted him or anything was the, the years prior when I like first saw the first, like the right. third message. And I was like, oh, no problem, whatever. And then got the rest. And I was like, oh, okay, dude, whatever. And I think at some point he must have just when, because we were always doing, like we saw, we were in the same places two, three times a week, you know, but right. Like so have you spoken people. to him since? No, no. It just, I came home. I got out of my car and there he was like, wow. there he was. Like, he, How was long ago was that? 2011. Wow. Yeah. And you haven't spoken to him since? Nope. DM him. Be like, what's going on? Happy 2020. It's just <laughs> to see for fun. Just to fuck. No. Him. Yeah. You know what? I don't even think social media wise. I don't even know if I have it. Anything you should look. Cause that would be kind of cool media. to reconnect. Just be like, Hey, what's going on? I, you know, I, I like, I didn't feel that way for him. And I think because he had that, like, I just sort of like, I'm just um, glad it was left in that way. Like, you know, let it go. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like I didn't want anything from you. And I, right. you know, all of that, I just, but I'm so glad it was just sort of like a, wow, he really didn't need to do that. Yeah. He came over, he could have left town, but like, I think he just needed to like clear it, his conscious before he left town. And I was like, well, wow, I'm glad he did. I'm glad wild. he did. Closure. I think, yeah, I think so. But he probably needed it just because he probably had built me up to be such a, I don't know, something that. (laughs) Well, now he knows the real you. And he's lucky he's a better person for it. Yeah. This was fun. I liked these topics. But before we go, I just want to do one real quick one. Yeah. Marry, fuck, kill. Chinese food, Italian food, Mexican food. Go. That's that's wrong. That's that's so mean. I don't want to. All right. Okay. Oh my god, I'm killing Chinese food. <laughs> I killed Chinese food too. Oh god. I don't want to, but I think I've grown to like Thai food better. I know it's not a choice, but not a choice. Uh, no. That's my that's my <laughs> that so just for you everyone. Can still have the thai food. Like in my in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, but I still can like get some Thai on the side. <laughs> so <laughs> Are we stepping out? <laughs> so, um, how is this, this is absolutely horrible um, because I think um, growing up in California, Mexican food is comfort food um, for me. And I didn't, I mean, I love Italian food. I really do. But there's so much of it that I just, I don't even eat anymore. Um, so I probably, like if I could Talk Italian food because I could like get that one good meal in, just that really good one thing that I went <laughs> in. And then I would have Mexican food. There you go. I was yeah. the opposite. I, I figured you'd be the opposite, but man, I just. It's yeah. a good one though, right? Marge just asked me that before I came <laughs> down. He's like, real yeah. quick, before you go down. I was like, oh. Yeah. But yeah. I knew my answer right away. You yeah. Know, you, you just know, right? That was a I good mean, one. I make like enchiladas that my kids, like my family, my friends, like everybody are like, <laughs> we don't even know how to where to go to get enchiladas that like taste like that because that is so just funny. like we've never never had that if of course my family back home is like yeah it's like enchiladas you can get down the street just because <laughs> but that's where yeah, yeah that's I, so funny. that was well, one I'm thing glad, I'm I learned glad I got to ask it 
<laughs> yeah. So that was, that was good. We had quite the week, didn't we? Yes. And now I got to go upstairs and I got to do my Swish 30 because I absolutely love it so that I can focus on uh, getting my house ready for um, 20 boys to come over for the basketball pasta party tomorrow night. But it's a product that I absolutely love. We're going to be getting the facial sprays in the mail soon. Oh, so, okay, um, oh that's awesome. The um, beauty line is coming out. So I love the Swish 30 stuff. Children.